more than numbers. This is another speech I gave while I was in Toastmasters. I figured I'd reshare it here because it's a lesson I found I could use myself recently. Given the recent events in the past few weeks around our nation and the world, it's understandable if our personal and emotional lives also seem off-kilter. I know mine has. I was trying to blog every three days for consistency, and this past week, though I've tried many times to sit down and write something, I find I'm too restless to finish the post. The words aren't coming out as I want them to. I realize I need to give myself grace and space too. Just because I haven't stuck to my self-imposed numerical goal of posting twice this week doesn't mean I failed as a blogger. It just means this one week is harder than other weeks. I'll get back into my schedule again soon. The same might be true of you as well. Perhaps you look at your anti-bucket list goals this past week, or your five-year plan if you have one, or even your life in general, and the numbers just aren't going the way you want them to. Remember life, and your current numbers, aren't fixed in stone. This is temporary. Even this turbulent storm will pass. It is March 25th at 8.42 in the morning. My name is Rachel. I am in my early 30s. I am slightly over 5 feet tall, and I currently weigh 140 pounds. I have been a member of Toastmasters for almost one year. I've given eight speeches. Why is our society so obsessed with numbers? Do they rule our lives? Perhaps they do. I'm here to say they should not. Numbers measure things. Numbers indicate things. They are neutral. They cannot tell you if something is good or bad, only what it is. We've just been conditioned to believe that some numbers are better than others, that's all. Let me use the example of Toastmasters and of dieting. They're pretty similar after all, because no one likes dieting and no one thinks they like public speaking, right? On Thursday, I competed in the area level contest. I came in fourth place, which would have been great, except that there were only four people competing. And at first, I admit I felt pretty crushed. I mean, I thought my speech was pretty good. I literally thought I might get second place even. And then I found out I didn't place at all. That in itself wouldn't have been so bad. But see, I told a few people about the contest ahead of time. And they, trying to be supportive and encouraging, would tell me things like, You're going to do awesome. You'll take first place for sure. You'll do great. You'll win. And I wanted to believe them. Who doesn't? I mean, no one enters a contest and says, Eh, I'd like to come in last. No, the truth is, we're all there to try to win. But the other truth is, only one can, and someone has to be last. That was me on Thursday. But does that really matter? No, it doesn't. I gave a great speech on Thursday. Well, I think so anyway. And I'd rather have an honorable defeat than to have had any doubts in my mind if I had won something and then thought, I don't deserve this. Do you ever feel like that? 
that sometimes you do get the best of all possible options and you think, how could I have been so lucky? And other times you put your heart and soul into something and you still seemingly fail. It doesn't make sense. It's a lot like dieting, actually. See, I've been on this diet for like two weeks now. No sugar, no bread, no desserts. Just lean meat and fruits and vegetables and things. It's pretty sickening, to be honest. Certainly boring. And yesterday, after all the stress of the contest, I thought for sure I would have lost weight. After all, I'd stuck to the plan. Not to mention I'd sweated like crazy before the contest anyway. And the scale didn't change. The numbers didn't move. Really? I ate a whole plate of broccoli for that? But what makes us think that a snapshot in time defines us? This is hardly the end. This is just one moment. I'm just getting started. I have a long way to go yet. That's true of dieting. That's true of Toastmasters. That's true of life. Don't let numbers define you. They can only measure. They are neutral. They can only indicate things, but they can't say if it's good or bad. We do that. We assign emotions to numbers. We say, first place is the best. Just as I might say, 120 pounds is the best. Who says? Really, who says? Isn't it about health? Isn't it about giving a good speech? Isn't it about living life? If we ever think we've arrived just because we've reached a magical number, we're in trouble. It's not about the numbers. It never has been. Yes, we need to have dreams and goals and pursue them, but don't define them by a numerical value. Because when that's the only standard you have of reaching something, it becomes one-dimensional. And you are not one-dimensional. You are a multifaceted person. When I reach my weight goal, that'll be nice. Of course it will be, I'm not denying that. When I win the international speech contest someday, that'll be nice too. But to wrap my, my ambition into a number is to limit it. Because when I reach that number, I have nowhere else to go. What happens when I get to my weight goal of 120 pounds? What happens when I get first at the international level? If that's all my goals involve, my dreams will stop there. But I am more than numbers. And so are you. When I reach my numerical goals, then the real goals are allowed to express themselves. It's not about a number on the scale. It's about healthy living and fitness and energy. It's not about winning a contest, coming in first, second, or third. That's just the icing on the cake. So much for the dieting analogy. It's about becoming a better speaker with each new speech I make and learn from. We are people. We are constantly growing and changing. We cannot be held down by mere numbers. There's so much more out there, so many other ways to define success or failure, but numbers shouldn't be all that there is. So let me redefine my opening statement without using numbers, because remember, they cannot tell you if something is good or bad. Only we assign such a value to them. It's a beautiful Saturday morning here at Toastmasters. My name is Rachel. 
still a relatively young adult to some, but already considered an old teacher by my elementary students. I'm a short person, but I have big dreams. I may be overweight, but I'm working on improving my health and energy through eating right and exercising more. I may be a recent newcomer to Toastmasters, but already I've done more than I ever thought I would, and I intend to continue those trends. So what about you? Who are you without the numbers? Don't let numbers define you or your dreams.